<laughs> good morning, Ten Strike. And good morning to the rest of you, I guess. Good morning. <laughs> right? Uh, a few things this morning. Uh, after the meal or after the service today, we will have a meal. This is being uh, provided to us by Adana Maria, our very own uh, Mexican. Mm, it's so good. We love it every time and we're excited. Uh, so stick around, fellowship, good food, all those good things. Uh, just a couple of things uh, this week. On Wednesday, we do have the touch point, but again, there's no 6 p.m. activities on Wednesdays until October 4th. Uh, just a few events uh, today, actually. Uh, Caitlin uh, Spichala is having a late baby shower for her son, Matthias, who was born in June. Uh, so that will be at Shevlin Park today at 3 p.m. Everybody's welcome. Uh, also, on September 21, 28, October 5th and 12th, there's a Forge Ministry School class titled How to Be a Neighbor Engaging the Native American People Around Us. So if you're interested in that, uh, there's, I think, information on the screen there. Uh, and I have one other thing handed to me here. I don't know if you can see this. It says, Fish Fry. Uh, on September 24th, so that's next week, um, it's asking that if anybody wants to catch fish and bring them here so we can eat them, which would be delicious, uh, please talk to Zach Binder or, uh, appropriately, Danny Fisher. So, uh, I just had a, a quick thought this morning. Uh, I had it while I was in the shower, actually. Uh, and I know this isn't quite the, the right story for this time of year, uh, but it's something that I, I just... I, I felt was worth sharing this morning. Uh, the beginning of Jesus' story, we hear about uh, a person named Mary, right? And in popular culture, uh, we, we see a lot of images of Mary, and she's usually um, venerated in some way, lots of uh, images of her with halos and beautiful dress, and we, we kind of think of her as this, this big deal, right? Uh, but in her time and in her place, she would have been seen as the most forgettable, average uh, person, the lowest ranked, uh, somebody that would be unaccountable in human terms, just a young girl, unmarried, uh, somebody easily forgettable. Uh, but the story is uh, supposed to shock you that she is the one who is picked to hold the Christ child within her, the anointed one, the one who was chosen to save our world. And it wasn't a queen, it wasn't somebody of prestige, it wasn't someone great who was chosen, it was someone average. It was someone like you or me, perhaps. Um, but the thing is that she isn't average. By the end of the story, is she? Because she was chosen, she does accept it. And the angel who comes says, fear not, and she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't fear. She instead says, I will do as I am instructed. I, I desire this. Yes, Lord, choose me. <laughs> choose me, this average person, to do this great and wondrous thing. And so something I was just thinking about this morning is perhaps there's people among us today who maybe feel that way. Maybe we feel unaccountable. Maybe we feel like we haven't made any difference in this world. Maybe we feel like we're just passing through uh, but I would say to you this morning that if you are here, that means that you are responding to that 
instruction, to fear not, to be the person that Jesus has called you to be, to be filled, in fact, with him. We can be a part of what Mary was a part of. She was filled with the spirit of the living God, and she gave forth to something beautiful and wonderful, something that changed the world. And I think each and every one of us have that potential because we've responded to the person of Jesus, which means we can be as he was in this world, right? Um, so if that's something that's striking your heart, if you're feeling like maybe you've missed the boat, you, you haven't yet. There's something still for you. So fear not. <laughs> fear not, because the Lord God is with each and every one of you and with all of us today. So on that note, I just want to pray uh, and a reminder that our offering boxes are on the back as well. Jesus, you are the great provider of your spirit. You have put something within us that isn't from ourselves, uh, and you have given us the instruction to fear not because you are with us. So we just ask that we would be pressing into that in these coming days, whatever it is that faces us as we go our separate places in our community and in this world, that you would be guiding us, leading us, and showing us how to bring forth those wonderful, beautiful things that can change our world, Jesus, each and every one of us. So uh, in your name we pray, amen. Thank you, Peter. You know, relationships in the body of Christ are forever. And uh, our family connected with the Slimmers uh, many years ago. And Carol Slimmer, who is now Carol Ruano, who married Ronnie about 17 years ago, uh, we've had that connection. And Carol grew up in a farm, I learned it was southwest of Olga, uh, and uh, went to South Dakota State University. She was a jackrabbit there. That's what we, they are, jackrabbits. And uh, well, here in Minnesota, they're gophers, so we're jackrabbits over there. <laughs> but uh, played basketball there. Then you went to Sunshine Bible Academy. I believe you went to Rama too, right? But then now she has been in Quetzaltenango, Guatemala, at Living Water, do you call it teaching center or Bible school? Or She's going to tell us, they're going to tell us more about that. For 42 years, and I believe we've been connected in prayer and support for over 40 years with you. That connection came through my sister, Chris, especially uh, with Carol, and the, but then our families, her dad, and Mom Elton and Evelyn Schlimmer. And, uh, but we want to have you come up here and let's give them a warm Minnesota greeting and <laughs> give this one to them. It is truly a pleasure to be here. And we come normally uh, about two, every two years to be able to share what God is doing. And uh, just mentioning to Julie, they lived across the street from my grandparents. And my grandfather loved seeing Julie. She's a little girl. Then. <laughs> and, you know, because he was in a wheelchair and he was very limited. And it was just always a joy to see Julie out there. Uh, he was always excited about that. So I'm 
Praise God. Praise God. And Pastor Steve and Joyce, a joy to be here with you all too. And thank you so very, very much. And Chris and Dan and no, everybody. It's so good to see you. I'll let my husband go first. Bueno, eh, ustedes saben, yo hablo español. I, as you know, I speak Spanish. Y siempre me gusta mencionar dos o tres cosas. And I always like to mention two or three things. Pero una de las primeras cosas que quiero mencionarles es de que ayer cenamos pescado. Estaba muy bueno. No vamos a tener que esperar para el 24 de septiembre. Gracias, gracias, hermanos. Otra cosa es de que al entrar aquí a esta iglesia The other thing is coming in here to the church. Ah, yo sentí la presencia del Señor. I felt the presence of God. Y, y los animo a seguir adelante. And I want to encourage you to continue on. Realmente pude sentir la presencia. I could truly feel the presence of God. Pude sentir la presencia del Señor en la alabanza. I felt the presence of the Lord in the praise and worship. Yo no sé cuánto buscan del Señor los hermanos que estaban aquí. I don't know how much they uh, are seeking God. Pero creo que sí están buscando del Señor. But I believe that they're truly seeking the Lord and have a hold of Him. Porque se podía sentir la presencia del Señor. Because you could feel the presence of God. Uh, y la otra cosa que les quiero mencionar. Another thing I'd like to mention. Es de que en Guatemala estamos trabajando. That we work in Guatemala. Y están sucediendo muchas cosas. And many things are happening. Pero les quiero dar este testimonio para que ustedes puedan pensar. But I want to give this testimony so you can understand the law. Y que puedan pensar de que hay mucho por hacer aquí. And that you can know that there is a lot that were uh, to be done even here. Uh, yo terminé de dar una clase hace unos 15 días. Uh, about two weeks ago, uh, as I was finished up one of my classes. Y en esta clase. Yo, los, yo puse a los estudiantes a contar su historia. Y ellos tenían que contar su historia de su vida. Y una jovencita empezó a contar cuán difícil había sido su vida. Cuántas veces ella trató de quitarse la vida. And how many times she had tried to take her own life. Llegó un momento que alguien le mencionó del bíblico. And then somebody mentioned the Bible school. Y ella dijo, esta es mi última oportunidad. And she said, this is my last opportunity. Ella fue al bíblico. She went to the Bible school. Empezó a recibir la palabra. She began to receive the word of God. Después de recibir esta clase. And after receiving this class. Ella dijo, Ahora yo sé lo que tengo que hacer. Mi vida ha sido transformada. My life has been transformed. Ella se llama Sara Andrea. Her name is Sarah Andrea. Uh, todos le habían dicho Sara. Everybody had called her Sarah. Y ella decía, cuando me dicen Sara, me causa tristeza. Porque me recuerdo de todo lo que yo he vivido. Because it reminds me of all that I've been through. Ahora le decimos Andrea. And now we call her Andrea. 
porque su vida ha sido transformada. Ese es solo un caso de muchos. Yo creo que aquí también hay personas que necesitan que alguien les extienda la mano. Entonces yo los animo a que vayamos hacia adelante. Let's go forth. Que accionemos. Let's uh, act. Que nos movamos. Let, let's move. Porque tal vez usted conoce a alguien. Because maybe you know somebody. Que necesita del Señor. That needs the Lord. Y antes que muchas palabras. And before a lot of words. Está lo que reflejamos de Jesucristo. It's what that we need to reflect Jesus. Cuando reflejamos a Jesús, When we reflect Jesus, la gente va a ser transformada. Lives will be transformed. Y es lo que yo pude sentir aquí. And that's what I could feel here. Así que los animo a ayudar a otras personas. No hay que esperar a, a ir tan lejos. You don't have to go great distances. Cerca de usted hay personas. But around you, there are people que necesitan ayuda. That need help. Así que gracias, gracias a todos por todas sus oraciones. And so thank you everyone for all your prayers. Por lo que estamos haciendo en Guatemala. Uh, your prayers for what we're doing there in Guatemala. Toda, toda la gloria sea al Señor. But all the glory goes to Him. Pero les agradecemos a ustedes. But we thank you. Porque sus oraciones son importantes. Your prayers are very important. Que el Señor me los bendiga. May God bless you all. Y mi esposa es la que tiene una palabra. And my uh, wife Gracias. Has, has more to share. Amen. Um, when uh, I call him my James 1.17. Have you, you know what James 1.17 says? Anybody know what James 1.17 says? Every good and perfect gift comes down from heaven. Amen. And um, when I, when he was first showing interest in uh, in a relationship with me, my prayer was, Lord, show me how to discourage him without hurting him, because I saw him a very, as a very valuable man of God, and I was so focused on. You know, serving the Lord and what I was doing, I, I wasn't interested and I didn't want to hurt him. And then I saw the Lord gave me a mini vision of, I was looking out the window and the Lord, it was like the Lord came up the sidewalk with something in his hands that was so precious that every step was to take care of what was in his hands. And in the vision, when the Lord got to me, you know, I, was, I wasn't praying anymore, I, was, I wanted to see what he had in his hands. He had him in his hands. Well, I had to start, okay, Lord, help me. <laughs> help me uh, not to reject what you have for me. And um, I just want to mention, it's so important that we receive all that God has for us. Sometimes our mentality will say, oh, I can't do that. That's not for me. I'm no one. It, it, different things. But it's very important that we learn to, Lord, is this from you? 
Lord, is this what you want for me? And then receive what he has for us. The Lord is so good, and he has so much for us. He's redeemed us from the power of the enemy. He's translated into us into his kingdom. He's made us more than conquerors. He's seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And he's put his spirit within us. And it's so important that we receive all that he has for us. Amen. Well, um, to start with, I'd like to show you some pictures of Guatemala, of uh, the work there in Guatemala. So you have a little bit, you can connect a little bit more with what we have there. And so if we want to put those, uh, the PowerPoint up first, then we'll uh, do some uh, through here. Okay. Well, it's coming, amen. <laughs> um, Ronnie and I work with Living Water Teaching there in Guatemala. Um, we have, it's so much fun just serving God. You know, some people will ask, well, you'll miss things in here in the States. Hey, the joy of walking with the Lord and serving Him and, and fulfilling the desires of His heart far exceeds anything that we could uh, want in the natural. And so uh, this is, uh, here's the picture of the Bible school where we teach at, so you can see we're not... We're in a, the second largest town there in Cape Sultanango, 8,000 feet up in the mountains. Uh, you can see some mountains in the background. Uh, so uh, getting a little idea where we're, we're at. Um, the classes in the Bible school, here are some pictures of some of the classes in the Bible school where we're teaching, and we just enjoy it so very, very much. This past year, uh, we had, we graduated 442 students, I believe it was, and this year we have a few more students. People that are just hungry to serve God, to know God. So many times people have a, a custom of going to church and, you know, trying to please God, but without knowing Him. And one of the things that we see so much in the Bible school is people come to know God, have that personal relationship with Him and enjoy him being able to answer their prayers and that he's attentive to them. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Here are some of our students. So you get a chance to see what our some of our students look like. They range usually from like 18 to 30, 40 uh, are the majority. And there's some older that are in, made in their 70s also. There's a few that are a little bit younger too, especially in our extension schools. We can see there uh, people that, uh, here's a couple more pictures, and there, uh, one picture's in the library there, and a couple other pictures there. Um, here, the, we, apart from the, on campus, we have extension schools and 50, 50 different sites in Guatemala where we send teachers out, graduates from the Bible school that go out. Their lives have been changed and transformed. And it's like they're so appreciative of being able to know God and they want to be able to help others. So they're willing to go every week, for, teach four hours a week uh, in different places. They might have to travel several hours to go teach, but it's no big deal because they get a chance 
to share the word of God that has transformed their lives. Here are a couple of the extension schools. They might be in the homes. They might be in schools. They might be in churches where people have come together. There might be small groups. There might be a little bit larger. Uh, whatever, wherever we can find people that are hungry for the word of God, we want to get the word out there. And this, a lot of times people have ex excuses. Well, I can't go there. I, I can't this a schedule or something like that. We're, God has is an expert of uh, getting rid of excuses. And he can find a solution. Our God is a God of solutions. Hallelujah. So you can see some of the extension schools there. Some more extension schools. And some more. And um, then uh, also our students, they don't just do um, in-class studies. They go out to reach the people. And one thing that really impacted our students this year was uh, part of their, uh, of their studies was to go out, um, we, those that lived, that stay on campus or that study on campus, we divided them into four groups and then they went to different schools. We have the opportunity to go into public schools uh, and give evangelistic messages. We do it through dramas. Um, and then we divide into small groups where one of our students will share uh, their testimony and, sh and pray for the, the kids that are in that group. It might be a group of 5, 10, 15 people uh, that they'll be able to share with. And one thing that they really realized, the youth are experts of having masks on. Everything is fine. You know, I don't need anything. You know, I, I'm not interested. I'm, you know, everything's going good. And then when our students began to share with them, share their testimonies and, and pray for them, many of these youth began to cry. There are so many people that are hurting around about us. And so, so many times we think that they look just fine. But as they sense love, somebody caring about them, that mask comes off. And you're able to reach them and help them. One thing that I really sensed at the beginning of the school year was God desiring for ministers, for people, for believers to be trained, to be able to reach the multitudes that are outside. I just really could sense in the Lord's heart just how much he longs to, to set the captives free. He sees multitudes that are out, outside that, that are being uh, oppressed by the enemy. And he wants to set them free. We have a God that loves us. And he also loves the multitudes that are outside. You might see somebody and have compassion on them. But God loves them and has even a greater compassion on them. His earnest desire is to be able to reach them, to set them free, that they can know what it is to walk with him and what it is to, to, to know him. And that's what we want in our students. And so part of their time was going out and ministering in the schools. And because of that, one of our graduates, she now, well, several of our graduates, they have uh, ministries that go into schools full-time teaching on Christian values, um, principles, using the Bible. And yes, we thank God that we have that freedom. Amen? We thank God for that. So um, 
it's just fun to watch the students as they change and they, what God does. And here's a couple more pictures. Um, they sharing God's love uh, with different uh, groups of young people in the schools. And here's a, a few more in the bottom picture there. My husband also, I mean, when we go, uh, we go to each one. And it was so much fun having all the, um, you know, the morning when the four groups are going out, bus, four buses full of students going out to different schools. And they'd go made to five different schools. In the time, those uh, days that they went out, they ministered to over 10,000 young people in the schools where they went. And just wonderful, 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 exciting to see the word go out, not just to be in, but in the, praise God when it's in the church, but it's when it goes out and reaches the multitudes that are outside there too. Here's the pictures of the, the buses and uh, getting ready to go out. There you can, the top picture, you can see uh, three buses. And then the bottom picture, there's a bus there. The, the students are uh, getting on the buses and heading out to go to the different schools. And the Lord would love to see planefuls of going to different nations also because he cares about the oppressed, the multitudes that are out there in need of Jesus. Also, our students do uh, projects uh, where they'll go, uh, find a community that, where there are people in need and meet those needs um, connected with the local church there, like we, in this place here. Uh, one of our graduates is a pastor uh, in this area, and you can see what the house looked like on, up there on, on the top there, of what the house looked like and what our students did. Um, they went and they built a, a home of also metal, of tin, but as uh, with a cement floor and gave them beds and just really blessed the family. And these people now go to church and their other family members are coming to church and reaching the community through acts of God's love. Showing the people how here's a picture of uh, what the looked like when they when they got done or as they're doing it and got done. Uh, big big change for those people. They're so excited for the home that they had. And here's a couple more pictures. Um, besides this, uh, our students going out, we also have mission teams that come down and help us with uh, ministering to the young people in the schools. So during summer, there's summer mission trips. At Christmas time, or the first week of December, there's a, a trip where we give out toys to children. Uh, in October and March, there's uh, we do evangelistic outreaches, medical evangelistic outreaches in different areas. During the summer, the youth teams come in. And so uh, if anybody would like to come down on any trip, you're welcome to come down. You can contact our stateside office uh, and uh, our flyer that we're ha we have. Um, you can uh, contact our stateside office and get more information or contact Pastor Steve and Joyce also uh, to get more information. Also, Mark and Sue, they have been down there too. And, um, but uh, you can be a part of it. You can be a part of it praying. You can be a part of it giving. You can be a part of it also in coming and helping us because uh, we don't have the, pers the enough staff members to be able to do it all. Um, and so when you can come, that just gives us uh, the opportunity to be able to reach even more people. So uh, that's an opportunity that you all have too. And uh, the Bible school graduation, these are some of the students as they're 
Uh, we have scholarship students that live on campus, and so they have work-study scholarships. And then uh, here's some of the scholarship students that live there on campus. And um, shoebox, as I've mentioned, the toy distribution. And uh, some of our graduates, um, God has blessed them. And like these particular graduates, they have extension schools uh, that go in different parts of Mexico, um, teaching the Word of God. Praise God. It might be traveling six, seven hours to go teach, but they're, uh, they love serving in the Lord. And God has blessed, they, uh, blessed them. And this is our last year's graduation. Um, so you can just see what it's a time of celebrating not just for our students, but for the Lord. Because the Lord, these are his sent ones. These are people that he has called to come and serve him in whatever way. They might not be full-time ministry, but they're, they, they want to serve the Lord. And because of that, they've come for training. So last year, as I mentioned, uh, we graduated 442 students. This year, there's around 500. Um, we're just excited for what God is doing. And what God is doing. And we want to say thank you for your part, for your support. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. Uh, in, in your finances, but also in prayers and your love. And it's just wonderful coming here, too. And so thank you uh, so very much. And uh, with that, I'll finish this uh, presentation saying thank you. Amen. Amen. And now we just want to share some from the Word of God. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Father God, we love you. There's no one like unto you. You're so marvelous. You're so wonderful. And Father, even as we sang this morning, we say, open our eyes. Let us see Jesus. Let us know Jesus even better. Let us know you better. Let us know your Holy Spirit even better. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to start with the uh, Philippians. Uh, chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, let's start with verse 8, Philippians 3, 8, Paul is speaking here, and you remember Paul had so many revelations from the Lord, he had started so many churches, he had done, been, transformed continents with the word of God, with the knowing Jesus. And then we find that the cry of his heart isn't, look what I've done. But there's more. There's more. And I believe that's part of what we, each one of us has to have. We thank God for all that he's done. But yet, there's more. There's more in our relationship with the Lord. There's more that he has for us. While we have life, there's still more. There's uh, my mom's celebrating her 94th birthday next week. And uh, 
You know, sometimes she's wanted to go on home to be the Lord. And I go, Mom, you're, you're valuable. You're valuable. Maybe you can't run and you can't do a lot of things. You can't cook like you, you used to cook. You can't do a, a lot of things. But, Mom, you can still pray. And your prayers are so valuable, Mom. You know, I believe that one of the reasons that we see so many things happening down there is because there's people like you, there's people like my mom that is praying. And prayers are so valuable and so effective. And I want to encourage you, never think that your life doesn't count. Never think that you're just one in a multitude. No, your life is valuable. It's valuable to the Lord. And don't, we should not compare our lives to others. It's so easy to do, well, I can't sing like they sing. I mean, I've thought that before, <laughs> okay? I can't do those things that they do and have a tendency to think our lives aren't important. But our lives are valuable to the Lord. And Paul is saying here, I recognize that even though I might have seen a lot of things, there's still more. I can know the Lord even better. There's more. There's more. And I want to encourage each one of us. There's more. There, we can know the Lord even better than what we know him today. He is so wonderful. He, it's so easy to be so busy just with life that we do our daily devotions, but, you know, we're just doing it because we know we need to do it, and then we're on with life. But the Lord wants to be with us 24-7. I find that when Moses, God called Moses to go uh, to set the people free in Exodus, in Exodus chapter 3. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit of Spanish here. but In Exodus uh, chapter 3, he said, the Lord came down. He said, I've come down to set um, Israel free. I can just imagine Moses going, go for it, Lord, go for it. Until the Lord says, you go. Maybe there's things in your heart that you, oh, Lord, do something. Be open to hear the Lord say, you call them. You send them a note. You pray for them. Encourage them today. Amen? Be open to hear the Lord say, you, go ahead and do that. But one of the secrets of Moses having success was that God said, you go and I will be with you. Glory, glory to God. You know who our God is and what it means when he's with us? We're talking about the great I am. We're talking about the creator of the universe. We're talking about El Shaddai. 
We're talking about Jehovah Rapha Nisi. We're talking about God Almighty. The one that is greater than any circumstance. The one that is greater than any situation. The one that is greater than any mountain that we might have, that we might encounter. What's important is that he's with us. Amen? He's with us. And what we need to do is to be more and more conscious of him. Know him and be conscious that the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead, where does he live? Where does he live? In us. In us. Many times we're trying to understand God out there. And one thing I find that helps our students so very much when they become conscious of God, the Spirit of God. A lot of times when we talk about the Spirit of God, we think of you know, a lower degree or something like that. We hear people say, the, the Holy Spirit told me to do this, but you know, I didn't really have any time to do it. Listen, who is the Spirit of God? He is the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. He is the spirit of God that anointed Jesus to do the works that he did, and he lives in us. It's not something insignificant. It's Almighty God living in us. And as we become more conscious of him living in us, what pleases him? There'll be times that you just feel inside. I need to spend more time in the Word. It's the Spirit of God within you trying to direct us to what is what God has for us. You might just sense, I just need to pray for somebody. Or inside when you see somebody and it's like the Spirit of God says they need some help. And be sensitive to the Spirit of God within. We need to, if we're going to be sensitive to him, we need to know him. Okay? Is that me or is it, my, is it the Spirit of God? Anybody ever answered that? <laughs> I wondered that. When it's God, it will always be in line with his nature, his character. Amen? And there's a joy there when he's speaking to us. Even as my husband mentioned, there's a, there's a joy here. In the, in the praise and worship, if you're just singing to the Lord, there's a joy. Because the Spirit of God within us, he likes it. Amen? He likes it. And we can feel and sense his joy within us. Amen? And so, but many times we have the tendency of thinking God's out there. You know, and we're by ourselves. I just enjoy thinking and contemplating 
Taking time to consider. The word of God says to consider him. Consider Jesus. It, it's, it's taking time to pause a minute. You know, sometimes we're so rushed. But take time to just pause. I like just taking time in the morning just to pause. Almighty God. And just recognize his greatness and his But taking that time to pause, to consider him. And then to consider, I'm a child of God Almighty. Isn't that what the word of God says? 1 John 3, now are we children of God. Amen? Now, not when we get to heaven. Yes, when we get to heaven also. But now we are children of God. Hey, each one of us is more than just our body. We're a child of God. The spirit of living God lives within us. Amen? We need to, many times we look outside to know God. His spirit lives within us. And um, share a little bit more here what Paul was saying. Verse 8, it says, Philippians 3, verse 8, Yet indeed I call all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, that I may, uh, that for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them all as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death. If by any means I might attain to the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. It doesn't come automatic. We need to press. We need to make a decision. I want to know God better. When we, um, if, well, let's go to Hebrews uh, chapter um, 2. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 and verse 3, it says, Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we, lest we drift away. Our walk with the Lord isn't just passive. We must give earnest heed, diligence, to the word, to what the word says, to the spirit of God, what the Holy Spirit says. Verse 3 says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? How many of you ever ne neglected a, uh, uh, a garden? What happens? Right. Our relationship with the Lord, we can't neglect it. 
what the word says, we can't neglect it. There's an effort that has to be made that we will put away other things because the enemy is always trying to distract us, get our attention away from knowing God and walking with God, being conscious of the Lord wherever we go. And so in Hebrews chapter 6, we can see what God is like, some of the things that about God is like. Verse 10, Hebrews 6.10, God is not unjust to forget our work and labor of love, which he has shown towards his, which we have shown towards his name, and that we minister the saints and do minister. We, and then verse um, 17 again shows, says about show the same diligence. There's a diligence to pressing in. Paul said, I will press in. There's a diligence that we must have. Uh, this is important. There's other things that are wonderful. But number one, I must give my attention to the Lord. And it's not about just doing my devotion in the morning, but giving attention to him, to take time to really consider who is my Lord. He's always noticing what we're doing. If we continue on this, in these verses, we know that he's faithful. If he says something, he fulfills it. We, as we consider who our God is, taking time to think on him. Um, one person, what they did, what they put on their uh, telephone uh, alarms during the day to remind them to say, thank you, Lord. I recognize that you're with me. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. God has many ways to help us to take time to recognize his presence and understand who he is. There's so much that we can say about who our God is. He's so near. We don't have to go up to a mountain to be able to talk to him. He lives with us, in us. His spirit lives within us. As we're conscious of his spirit, his spirit will show us Jesus. What do we find in, in John uh, 14, 15, and 16? When Jesus was telling the disciples that he was going away, he said that the Holy Spirit would reveal Jesus unto, him, unto them. And the Holy Spirit would show them Jesus, show them the Father. Um, in uh, chapter 16, uh, 16 in um, verse 14, it says, He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare to you all things that the Father has in mind. Therefore, I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. And so what we find here, the Holy Spirit, he is within us. As we pay attention to him, he will show us who our Father is, how wonderful he is, how loving he is, how great he is. He will show us who Jesus is. Amen? 
He'll show us in the Word, as we study the Word, He'll give us a revelation. Um, in Ephesians chapter 3, or chapter 1, Paul's prayers, Paul's prayer for the Ephesians. And I close with this prayer for, for us today. That we would have a revelation of who our God is. Ephesians 1 Verse 17 and 18 we'll read. And this is, we'll pray it. And you can put, instead of for others, put it for yourself and for others that are around about you. So let's pray it. Father of glory, God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Please give unto us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we would know the hope of your calling on our lives. You would know the, we would know the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. And Father, that your spirit would give us that revelation of the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe according to the working of your mighty power, which you worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at your own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power. Father, our prayer is that we would know you better and better every day even as Paul said, there's still more to knowing you. And Father, we desire that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carol. That's so good. So good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we leave, we're going to give opportunity to give into this ministry this morning. In fact, we're going to pass plates and um, do that in just a moment. If you make out a check, make it out to TCC, and then we'll bring those together in a check for them. And so we look forward to that opportunity. So you can get that ready and have our ushers our offering taker uppers get ready and we're also going to be passing out it's a flyer I get I think Carol called it that gives more information about the ministry and yes Mark and Sue Ventassel did go down um, it was a number of years ago now and they taught in one of the extension schools I believe right and uh, you can talk to Mark and Sue about that that time that they had there together. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just start. I think we'll, you can start passing out the flyers and you can pass the plates. So there's one right here, or I can get the check in this way. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. 
revelation knowledge, things that are revealed to us about God and His Word that don't come by natural means, by flesh and blood, but by the Spirit of God. It's like Jesus said to Peter when he asked Peter who he was. He says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Peter said, Flesh and blood have not shown that to you. But the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, He reveals things to us as we're in the Word of God, as we meditate on the Word of God. You know, it says in 1 Corinthians 2, I has not seen nor has men heard or has it come to the heart of men those things God has prepared for them but the spirit of God it goes in the next verse is within us and he reveals these hidden things these things that have been mysteries and that can come right down to our everyday lives everyday situations in the workplace in school in the church in the home you know, what do I do? And God brings revelation. Hallelujah. Did we already get? Okay, you did a good job. So we're going to dismiss from here now. Um, Ronnie and Carol will be here. If you'd like to talk with them a bit. Uh, if you like prayer, please come forward. We'll pray with you. But please stay for the meal and we'll fellowship together. Uh, share with one another. Uh, a great meal that's prepared by Adana Maria and Daniel's there too, I saw today again. So God bless you all and keep you in his peace be with you every moment. <laughs>